The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi there, everyone. We are back. You're listening to Patricia Raskin and the Patricia Raskin Show, formerly Patricia Raskin Positive Living. And we're transitioning and to the Patricia Raskin Show. And I want to tell you that I have on such an interesting guest. This is a very provocative subject, uh, and it's fascinating to me. My guest is Dr. Anya, and she goes by Dr. Anya, and her name is Anya Trahan. She is a spiritual counselor, a Reiki master, a relationship coach, and a poet. You can log on to dranya.net. And she has a very interesting book, which is called Opening Love, Intentional Relationships and the evolution of consciousness. And I know that sounds like, what does that mean? But what she talks about is something called polyamory, polyamory relationships. Welcome, Dr. Anya. Hi, thank you for having me on the show. All right, tell me what that means. What does polyamory mean? Yes. Great question. (laughs) Well, the name itself, polyamory, uh, derives from Greek and Latin roots, and it basically translates to mean many loves. So from there, um, different people have different interpretations of what polyamory means, how they enact it. Um, You get a hundred different poly people in the room, and you ask them each what polyamory means, and you probably will get... (laughs) you know, a hundred different variations of how they understand it and enact it in their lives. Um, The basic way that I understand it, and this is, you know, does not go for everyone at all, um, is a spiritual understanding of relationships. So it's a, a particular mindset. It's an approach to living that is, first of all, egalitarian. So, um, the idea is um, coming together with like-minded others who can support and care for each other. I think that that's, um, in this day and age, sometimes difficult to enact uh, with the way that our society has been set up. Um, we're sort of isolated in these nuclear families, these um, uh two adult households and everybody is supposed to just, you know, make it on their own. Everyone's supposed to mm-hmm. um, have their own separate families. So the idea of polyamory opens it up to multiple, more than two adults coming together to form family, to form community, to form partnerships. And so it's, it's an egalitarian way of looking at relationships. And then also um, the, 
the word itself, polyamory, many loves, leads me to understand polyamory as a relationship orientation, which is a new concept for a lot of people. They're used to the term sexual orientation. So um, relationship orientation is a bit different so that it's focused on how do you, what is looking at the different principles that you use to create relationships. And a lot of poly people say that they were um, born with the relationship orientation of just not going just for one person, but for being attracted and sustaining. All right. So, so let me ask you this. Is this kind of like people having open marriages or open relationships where they may have sexual relationships with more than one person at a time? Well, some poly people do think of it that way. They look at it that way. A lot of poly people think that the term open relationship and polyamory could be considered synonymous. I personally don't think it's entirely the same. I think the way that open relationships uh, tend to be thought of and practiced is more of like a sexual thing, like a sexual adventuring Mm. way of approaching relationships, which I don't condemn or think negatively of. I'm just more focused on looking at polyamory from um, more of like a family point of and a love point of view. All right. So I'm going to give you some examples. So, for example, I I have a friend. She has many very fabulous friends. She'll have gatherings with, you know, 10, 15, 50 people. And these are all like her brothers and sisters. I mean, these Mm -hmm. people would really go to bat for her. And it's it's a, this incredible community. Would you consider that polyamorous? This I isn't sexual now. This I, isn't sexual. This is this yeah. is heart heart to heart. <laughs> I definitely would. I I do, and I guess it just depends on how um, your friend would identify. I mean, I think. Yeah, like actually, I would. Let me give you another example. I know. I know a woman who was with a man for a while. And it didn't work out in that way. And the man had a child. And the woman yeah. loved the child. Now, remember, they, they, they've gone out for you know, a couple years. And the woman loved the child. When that relationship ended, the woman stayed in touch with the child all the time and, and stayed in touch with the relatives of the child, the mother mm-hmm. the family. Very interesting. Now, some people would say, What? And it, it really worked out for her. Right. There's so so that, would be that, in, that would be in the same category then, Anya. I would say so. It's just an expanded way of looking at relationships. and. Yep, and that of, person, that man, will still go to her gatherings and sometimes right. will bring the child. And there's nothing awesome. more between them in terms of a romantic. Right. But in very, it's a very interesting. I, I find it a fascinating dynamic and it's it's fine it works everyone's happy um the mother of the child loves her and they yeah. I, I mean it's just very interesting <laughs> there's so many ways to do relationships and what i'm trying to do in my work and the main goal of writing my book opening love was to simply present another option for people and I do talk a lot about polyamory in the book but then I talk a lot about intentional relationships which I think is a way of explaining the principles of polyamory in a way that people who don't necessarily identify as poly could understand and and 
Right. Um, now, you- let, me, let me clarify. Let me ask you this. This does not include, and I'm asking you this, but I'm sure it doesn't. This does not include affairs with married people. It does not include no. sex with people who are unavailable. It does not no. include secrecy where you see somebody and then they go off to their own life. That is not no. any of this. Not at all. And it isn't, no. it also isn't, excuse me, it also isn't group sex where people just get together to have sex. That's more of the swinging lifestyle right. and more of like right. the open relationship lifestyle, which again, though, I do want to say though that it's not a clear-cut definitional thing because a lot of people who engage in swinging and open relationships also consider themselves poly so it's a bit of a sort of definitional tricky area um there's not full agreement on these terms but yeah for the most part um the the sort of sexual adventure stuff um doesn't necessarily you know, perfectly map onto polyamory, although there's, yeah, participants that do both and identify as both. But um, polyamory, what it does is it helps people have frank conversations with each other, open, honest communication about what they want. So, um, and that's how I define intentional relationships too. So the basic idea is that if there's something that you want that um, is a desire that you have that you truly feel that there's a certain way you want to live your life that would make you possibly reach a fuller potential of your joy, happiness, and whatnot, then, then if you can communicate that openly and honestly with your friends, your family, your partners, then you should. And um, you can be willing to take risks with your life, I mean, it is definitely not the norm. Polyamory is not the norm. Mm -hmm. The norm is our our society is extremely, extremely monogamous in its thinking. And that, that even, I mean, for example, I was at a party last night and it was very, um, everyone was very conscious to not be too affectionate or even nice to the people that they weren't partnered with. Like it was a very, I don't even know, Sometimes I wonder why I even get invitations to certain gatherings that I love people. But um, it was funny because everyone there had a partner and they were basically just glued to their partner the whole night. And they, I could tell, I could see how, you know, there were side conversations going on between people. But it was there was this wall up between all the different couples, just emotional, spiritual walls up. And I thought it was really interesting. And so I felt sort of awkward because I didn't really know how to interact with people <laughs> because I have a more fluid understanding of how to connect with people. And so I didn't want to cross any boundaries. So I kind of kept, kept to myself for the most part. My partner and I just kind of sat in the corner and <laughs> observed. But um, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that monogamy and all the things that go with it, which is dishonesty, keeping your preferences and desires and curiosity secret mm. is it just normal ways that most people think of mm. life. And so polyamory, intentional relationships is a way of just presenting another option. Like here, I mean, you don't have to do it, but mm-hmm. it might make you feel better. Well, if That's- anything, if anything, what I'm hearing, if you take the sexual component out of it, what I'm hearing is that it creates more openness between couples, between people. Yes. 
you know, it's you're, you're allowed to say, hey, look, you know, I'm attracted over here. That doesn't mean I'm going to act on it. But hey, look, you know, and isn't she this or isn't, you know, where, where we are in traditional relationships many times won't say that or if we yeah. think it, we try to hide it. Does that, does that kind of fit into what you're saying? Yeah, it does. It, it's sad because, the, okay, so in, in a We've got in a two minutes to break and then we're going to come back. So go ahead. Okay. So in a partnership, yeah, the people, they feel they can't be them, truly themselves with each other, which is just sharing things that they're thinking about and feeling. And that's tragic, in my opinion. Harry, how can people find your book? We're going to bring you back right after the break, Anya. So if anyone has any questions, if they're listening live, it's 866-472-5788. And if not, you can write to Anya with your questions and your thoughts. And the email or website, what's the, what's the website? My website is dranya.net, so D-R-A-N-Y-A dot N-E-T. And you can also find my book, Opening Love, on Amazon. All right. And if somebody wants to write to you, do you take email requests? Or is that all on your site? Absolutely. Um, You can do it through my site, or you can email me personally directly. um, And that would be anyatrahan.gmail at gmail.com. So A-N-Y-A. T R A H A N at Gmail G M A I L dot com. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come right back with Anya regarding polyamory, which is Opening Love is the name of her book, Intentional Relationships and the Evolution of Consciousness. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Termino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. 
Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Well, hello, everyone, and I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. And we are back with Dr. Anya, Dr. Anya Trahan. Her book is Opening Love, Intentional Relationships and the Evolution of Consciousness. We're talking about polyamory. And for those people who are just tuning in, tell us again the definition, Dr. Anya, of polyamory. Just the straight definition. Polyamory means many loves. So opening your heart to many loves, many people. Okay. All right. And that, could have, that has a lot of connotations. Let's talk about um, the recent Supreme Court ruling um, here. Now, this interview is going to live on for a long time. So this was in um, June, the end of June of 2015. Uh, where there was marriage equality for all people, gay, straight, whatever, all people. So talk about that from the standpoint of polyamory. Well, to be, to be clear, marriage equality, as it's stated, is not an entirely accurate thing to say <laughs> because there are a lot of polyamorous people, people in families with more than two adults that would like to be married, that would like the legal protection that marriage affords, and they aren't able to be married. So I would say that marriage equality has not yet come to the United States. Hmm. And what, where, what else do you feel about polyamory in terms of the Supreme Court decision? What else, what else would you say about that? Well, it's awesome. <laughs> this decision is awesome. I do think that we should take the time to let it sink in and celebrate this moment in history. Um, I think that it's given all different kinds of people hope, mm. whereas maybe before mm. there wasn't as much. Uh, a lot of the different uh, activists and people advocates in the polyamory movement uh, globally, they look at the uh, same-sex marriage decision as a step that needed to happen in the direction of full equality for all people, all consenting adults that would like to form partnerships. So a lot of them looked at this you know, decision as you know, a necessary stepping stone. And in some cases, um, poly activists even put their agendas to the side and supported this recent decision that, um, because they knew that it was a necessary step. And so when the, when the conservatives bring up the discussions of, you know, that that shouldn't, ruling shouldn't have happened because it does open Pandora's box, well, they are right. <laughs> because when you start thinking about gender as being irrelevant to a loving relationship, then you ask other questions. Like, why is number necessarily a factor in a legal partnership? So um, some advocates of polyamory say that full marriage equality should include polyamorous people, polygamous people, people that basically have, you know, more than two adults in the the relationship or family. Mm -hmm. Some people say that marriage itself should be dissolved as we understand it today. That traditional way of looking at it itself just basically should be scrapped and that in its place we should have um, sort of like a contract system where... Mm. 
we basically, through our own design, create our relationships legally through contracts. And along with that is the idea that it's unfair, if you think about it, that certain rights and benefits accrue to two people getting married. When, if you think about it, why is that the case? That in itself seems like a form of discrimination. Because why is it not that just every citizen in a country would automatically receive those benefits and rights. To me, that seems odd. So the, there's this idea of, well, let's give all these rights just to everyone because everyone is valid and important to the society. And then from there, figure out this marriage stuff and how we can make it more equal. In my opinion, I actually don't have a stance on the next steps for the polyamory movement in terms of this marriage question because it legal matters are not necessarily my uh, forte, but I do think that it would be nice to have relationship orientation be a protected category under the law mm. to, to prevent from harassment and discrimination. People don't realize, but you know, sorry, uh, to back up, people do realize that gays, lesbians, transgender people, people who fall under the 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 rainbow spectrum, if you will, are now in many places protected mm-hmm. from getting fired from jobs, from losing their children in child custody situations. Polyamorous people are not. It is not seen yet legally as anything to be protected. I see. So I think if you, if you add relationship orientation under the banner of like, you know, mm. you should not be discriminated so, against based on race, creed, religion... You should add. You should add what to that? Relationship orientation, because that covers a lot of different people who are living differently. Yeah, and this polyamorous could be classified under that. But you know, I think in, in my own perception of this is that if sex is not involved, that most people are okay with lifestyles. You know, if you live in a group or you live with two or three families, that seems to be accepted in our culture. I think mm-hmm. what isn't accepted is when the sexual part comes in. I'm talking about acceptance in the norm. Would you agree with that? Absolutely, 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People, okay, in our culture, there is a great deal of flexibility and openness in terms of sex. If you compare the United States to other places in the world, however, <laughs> we are still, as a society, squeamish and entirely illiterate in my opinion when it comes to discussing sexuality we don't well, have the it's vocabulary thing Anya I mean you have you know religious points of view you have reproductive points of view you have you know emotional points of view that talk about what happens to you emotionally when you get involved sexually I mean there's a lot here and gender roles now that have changed so I mean there's a lot on the table it's confusing there is it's very confusing it is. So, we've got a couple of minutes left. Let's talk about what your message is for our listeners about polyamory. That, you know, that it's, it's open relationships, it's open love, but what is it you want our listeners to get from this? Don't be afraid. <laughs> so, take courage. Don't be afraid to do what? Yeah. Don't be afraid to think and ask questions about how relationships should look in your life. Okay, that's so right. if you're currently 
single, ask questions about what you really want. Do you really, are you, what are you looking for truly? Because there's scripts, there's models, there's frameworks that are just handed to us by our culture about how we're supposed to love. And those scripts are often not actually about love. They're about security. They're not about love. Love, um, and I'm going to quote my, one of my favorite spiritual teachers, Eckhart Tolle here. He talks about how love has no opposite. So in a lot of love relationships, it's um, actually a love-hate relationship. You bounce back and forth between, quote, being in love and then just being frustrated with your partner, angry with your partner, jealous, possessive, all these negative things. All right, so we've got to look at the positive. I've got to close so that we make sure we're out on time. But it was fabulous having you on. People can log on and continue this conversation with you at anyatrahan at gmail.com or dranya.net. And again, the book is Opening Love, Intentional Relationships and the Evolution of Consciousness. Love, Sex, and Relationship Wisdom from the Polyamory Movement are offered in this guide. Thanks so much, Anya, for being on the program. Thank you, Patricia. All right. Stay on the line for a moment. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be back with you next week for an all-new show. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.